Hello, my name is Lewis Lee, and I'd like to welcome you to Plan in Traffic. We do this show live every Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So stop by, check us out. Also, stop by our Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash plan and traffic to see all the information on the show and see what great gifts we have to give away from some of our sponsors. Good evening, everybody. This is Lewis Lee from All Ends Magazine, and we are planning traffic. And we're going to get Lou on here in one second. And our special guest, Heather Storm. What up, people in the chat room? Glad to see everybody here tonight. We have Heather. Hi, Heather. How are you? How's it going? Great. Well. great. Lou will be on in a second. He's a little slow on the tech. <laughs> All right. I thought I was behind. <laughs> no, <you're> good. <laughs> Just yep. getting back in the swing of things. Yeah, you were traveling, right? I was traveling for about a month in Costa Rica almost. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm still like in not island time because it's not an island, but just <laughs> third world vibe right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful down there, right? Oh, my God. It's so nice. Yeah. It's very relaxed. Good people. Yeah. Now, was it a business trip or was you on vacation? No, just vacation. I've been wanting to go there for a long time. Uh, it's been on my list and I love traveling and really getting out there and, you know, going for a week, you get to see a place, but going for three weeks, almost four, you get to know a place a lot better and you really get to meet people. Right. Like my idea of vacation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You get to get to feel the flavor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just see the like surface level part they want you to see. You really get to hang out with local people, go to the secret beaches, yeah. go to the nice places, get the local vibe. Nice. So great. Yeah. Okay. I see Lou in the, in the, he's in the box, but he just hasn't came on yet. <laughs> he's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Find your way out of there. He could probably hear us. Yeah. Um, we're going to have Ray uh, for Motormouth Radio on also. So I'm waiting on him to click in. Come on, guys. <laughs> but in, you know what? I'll get Tori in right now, and then uh, we'll go from there. So when do you guys start filming again for the show? I haven't heard the official word yet, so I'm excited to find out <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen next. Hi, Heather. How are you? Hello. How's it going? Very good. Nice to see you. Great to meet you as well. We're all excited to have you on the show tonight. Excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. good. Right back into work today. <laughs> yeah. An easy yeah. work. An easy work. <laughs> Were you away for the holidays also? Or did you go after uh, after Christmas? Yeah, I decided to take a break and go to Costa Rica for almost four weeks and um get to know the area. It was really amazing and I just kind of took my time and it was uh, very relaxing, to say the least, and I met a lot of good people there. So I just got back, not even two days ago. So I'm I'm ready to <laughs> still kind of feel my way thing. back to reality a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I saw the pictures. <laughs> I saw the pictures. I mean, the places you saw are beautiful. I mean, there's nothing like a, a nice, you know, white sand beach and palm trees and. You know, watching the waves come in, I mean, it's just so relaxing. I mean, yeah, it's easy it, to take it. It must have been a wonderful there. trip. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, really yeah you're right. Picture. It's <laughs> all picture perfect. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, this is so beautiful as well. <laughs> so Nature. basically, I need my photography class at St. John's to get a good picture of Costa Rica. Nope. So, uh, it's all there for you, right there. Phone work. Yeah, wonders. that's awesome. I mean, phones these days. I know I have a professional camera, but you don't you don't really need it. You know, it gets very bulky to carry around when you're traveling. Using a phone, you know, for most things is good enough. Yeah. If you have a good camera. When I was in college, yeah. When I was in college, I mean, I relied on my my Nikon 35 millimeter camera. Yeah. And now all you need is this, and they take fantastic pictures. So yeah, especially the. Who would have thought? It's great. It makes it very easy. I yeah, I remember back in the day. You know, in uh, film classes at St. John's, you have to light me to making sure, you know, that the light is all right and stuff. And, you know, now you go back. I mean, it's all, it, you don't have that anymore, you know? You're just I remember the old your video. Phone. You're just lighting right. your phone app, yeah. Right. Even like the uh, videotape room and stuff. It used to be VHS tape when that was the industry standard. Ah, VHS. Now it's, <laughs> yeah, right. Remember that? Wait, what is that? <laughs> it's all digital now. Like, how yeah, do exactly. I rewind this thing? Lose? You have to rewind it, otherwise you get charged. <laughs> you can return yeah. that thing. Yeah, Blockbuster. <laughs> remember that? Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Here, here's the man. Do you hear me? Yep. Hello. Hey, okay. <laughs> so what's happening all? Hey, you guys all have the memo, like you're all in black, or that's always the memo. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we just navy blue. I'm in black because I was in my shop welding. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. I just I was uh I'm actually building a heat exchanger for my house. Oh yeah. That's a project. What the hell what is this going? Hold on a minute. I guess the microphone thing popped up on the screen. The um what I'm doing, Heather, is I got a, I had a wood furnace in the basement, and it's tied to the AC ducts. Mm -hmm. And like 20 years ago, it burnt out because it was it had 16, uh, thir 10 gauge metal. I think it was, so it was some real. It was sheet metal for the firebox, so it tore. Oh shit! And I just I threw it out. So I finally got around to getting it back together. I'm, I got a wood burning stove, and I'm building this big heat exchanger that goes on the top of it. I'm wow! Fan in it, and I'm going to tie it back yeah. to the AC ducts. So I can heat the house with wood. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. How cold is it where you are? This must it's be a really that, important not, project. Not cold. I mean, I'm in North Carolina. Okay. And basically, February is the coldest month. But yeah. I can heat the house the whole winter and and save a bunch of money. Save a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. I got six acres and most of it's trees. So I just take down the trees that have already fallen. I don't have to cut down anything. Split them and boom, burn them. Yeah, I'm good. save it up for the winter. Yeah. yeah, I had a wood fire growing up in Montana. We had a, a wood fireplace that just had a fan. It wasn't as sophisticated as what you're building with hooking it all up to the central heat and everything. But <laughs> we would all, that was the hot room of the house. Because right, in Montana, right, right, it was right, like 50 right. below. So it was like, hey, if you wanted to be warm, gather in the family room where the wood burning place, fireplace is, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to sleep, you better have bundled up with a lot of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and Montana gets cold for a long time out of Hello. here. Yeah, <laughs> way too long. It starts mm -hmm. in like in Halloween, like when you're when you have Halloween costumes, you have to come up with costumes that are actually like not going to be weird to like have a bunch of clothes on at the same time, like bundled up like a puffy coat, and then also your costume on top of that. It's like, do I really look like? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. 
It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So did uh did you find Ray? No, wait, let me look again. He's been slow moving lately. I know. <laughs> he's trying to be he's trying to be you. He's well, on you know. Costa Rica time. <laughs> oh yeah. I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica. I heard it's really nice there. You know what? It's really is nice, but don't tell anybody because everyone's going to go there. (laughs) One of the guys, one of the gentlemen who lives by me, he's, you know, he's retired now, but he actually got a dual citizenship down there. He owned property property there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said that it was hard to do it. He said it took him a couple of years to do it, but he's got a house down there. He does most of the year down there and he loves it. That's what I would do after being there for a month. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get why it calls to people. And, you know, people are like, know what? You know what? All that stuff back there in the States. Meh. Yeah, I got it. I, got it. <laughs> I don't know if I really need all that stuff. Yep, yep I got it. All right, so let's get this ball rolling before, you know, Ray can, Ray can jump in. And when he jumps in, we'll just go from there. What do you say, guys? Sounds good. All Sounds right, like a plan, I'm going to do this. All right, so tonight, loosely go. I am Lewis Lee from All Ends Magazine and co-host of Plan and Traffic. Tori, go. Hi, everybody. I'm Tori DeBlasi from Long Island, New York. If you need anything for your rear differential, I have all the essentials for your rear differential. I'm also a dealer for Cali. It's the right stuff. All right, I'm Lou Santiago. I host a little show called Car Fix, also with Playing in Traffic, and I do a lot of my own weird kind of stuff. But tonight we have Heather Storm. <laughs> Heather, how's it going? Hey guys, it's going really great. Awesome. It's going so, really great. Uh, yeah. We're, we're not going to talk about your vacation because we were doing it before. And just to let you know, yeah, yeah. there are people where it's still cold. <laughs> we, we <laughs> know, people get a little angry, so right, we'll stay on the I'll try not to glow too much. I'll just <laughs> no, tone don't it down. Too much. Don't go too much. And we don't want to see tan lines. We don't want none of that. We no, I'm sorry. We just bundle up here. I should get a sweatshirt on. It's 28 here. We're freezing. Sorry, Although some right. people might be just Sorry, stop trying to kill the show, really. It's okay. <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> I get it. Go ahead. So you are uh, Garage Squad. I mean, I know that's your current yeah. project. And it's you're going into season four? We had we've, we're through season five now. Okay. So we're hopeful for a season six. And, you know, we never hear year to year, as you know how it goes. So yeah. <laughs> we're hoping we, we did all the right things. Um, and we feel, I, I mean, season five was our best season yet, for sure. Cool. And um, since we moved into being our shows, we really got to share a lot of the story. And I think that um, viewers were just really appreciating yeah. how in-depth we were able to get, not just into the story behind it, but also a little bit more into mm-hmm. the work we did on the cars and stuff like that. So. Um, I think it really made a big difference yeah. getting that hour. Oh, an yeah. hour definitely makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It is a huge yeah. Difference. yeah that's, that's Before it was like, bam, 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 cars together. That was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I like, happened? I like the way that you have the um, the people that own the car step in and help. That That's a new twist. Yeah. I really good. like that too. You know, I mean, whether they have no experience at all or if they have a lot of experience, it's still for everyone a good, as you guys know, bonding experience mm-hmm. over the car. And for them, it's already a car oh, yes. that means a ton to them or that wouldn't be on the show in the first place. Right. And right. then to get them in working alongside people who know what's going on, learning a little bit about more about their car, because in the end of the day, we're not a restoration. They're not getting a hundred thousand dollar build 
here. Right. You know, it's a rescue. We get it up and going again, but there's still going to be stuff that needs to be done. And we kind of make them aware of some things down the road, like, hey, you know, in a little bit, you might want to do X, Y, Z here. Right, right. You know? well, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I know Bruno from the times I see him in my travels, and I know he's also at Brenton Productions. So we're not going to talk about Bruno. We'll try, get, we'll try and get him on the show at a later date. So how long you, how long you been I'm trying. in the TV and movie game? I mean, I saw you got yeah. a couple movies under your belt. So, I mean, you It's really a know. long game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a long game. I have almost 15 years now um, in Los Angeles. And, you know, I moved here for that reason. Um, I studied environmental science with a focus in like environmental engineering type of stuff. Um, and then I came down here. I know totally separate. I was kind of a science person nerd. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I want to do uh, acting and entertainment. And I want to go to see what I can do down there. And, you know, just like a bunch of other people. Um, got my shit together and got on the car and went down here. But, you know, I'm pretty stubborn, which is to my advantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can't just come here and expect like a year or two. Oh, crap. I didn't get anything. Like, I guess I'll just move on. But um, for me, it was more like, no, I'm just going to figure out how to make this thing work. See what's out there. What kind of stuff I can get involved with and just learn, 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 learn as much as I can. You know, sure. that's really any industry. Very cool. um, just kind of trying to learn as much as you can about it to see where you can fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take it I take it your dad was the car guy and he dragged you into it then. Yeah, that's totally right. I, I resisted at first as a kid a little bit, you know, like he had a couple of cars and I I don't know exactly what year his El Camino is and he's not around today for me to find out about that, but he had some El Camino that I just hated so much with a passion when I was like eight years old and I was like, This is the worst car I've ever seen. And I mean, I couldn't believe it, you know, he had this car and he loved that car so much, you know, and he'd be working on that car. And eventually he had maybe come out into the garage and he wanted to make sure that I was a capable young woman able to take care of myself as much as he could instill that in me as a father, which I so appreciate today, even though I begrudgingly worked with him on the El Camino as a kid. But yeah, but I appreciate him wanting me to know just you know, how to do th- simple things and not be, a, you know, not be a wimp about things, not be scared yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. figure things out. Yeah, you know? I, I have four kids and none of them are interested. I've tried. They're, they're none of them. Yeah. None of them. They, it wasn't really a choice at first for us. Yeah, like well, you're helping in the garage. You're I tried it. It didn't work. So they're screwed. Yeah. They're screwed. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. I mean, later they'll be like, oh, I wish my dad taught me how I learned how to change that oil yeah. or change yeah. the tire. That's yeah, good. I, I tried, but it's it good skills. So. Oh, well. You'll have that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, driving a stick shift is like kind of number one, like everyone should be able to do, I feel like. And I'm surprised how many people, I mean, I know as it can progresses with cars, you know, there's less and less, but. And in the city, less people have it unless you have a sports car specifically to drive that. But just to be able to know from yeah. just being in any type of situation, I just I appreciate being feeling like a capable, confident person in situations and not like, yeah. oh, no, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. You know, so well, thank you, Dad. <laughs> thank you. It's funny yeah. because my youngest, he's, he's 19 and it was it was pulling teeth to get him to even drive a stick. He was, yeah. he refused. and He, he was, just didn't want to. He was driving one of my S10s that has an automatic. The other two have sticks. 
So that one, it, it, the rear end went out of it. So I parked it. So I was like, dude, I got a car in the yard. You got to drive it. And he just, he would refuse. <laughs> it's like drive and have freedom. If right. It's a stick shift like not I, drive I at all. I wrap my head around it. And then yeah. finally, me and my wife, we went to Tennessee and she wanted to take her dog. So we had to take her scion, you know, and he calls his brothers like, hey, can you come get me? He actually had a friend come pick him up, take him where he wanted to go. And then he called his brother to come get him. Wow. So my, old, wow. my oldest son, he goes over there with his girlfriend in tow in his car, gives him the keys to the truck and walks out. So he had no choice but to take the truck and drive. So he had to. He had to. That's the only reason why he started driving it. It was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I wanted to kill him. <laughs> you're like you've taught you're like you you're in like in a survival situation right now right. the choice is to learn to drive the stick <laughs> yeah and, and see when i was growing up the only car we had was my dad's suburban and i would work on it but i wasn't even allowed to drive it right because because, no if that, because if it broke down he couldn't go to work if i did something to it right. and i broke it he wouldn't be mm -hmm. able to go to work so yeah. i didn't no one ever said hey you can drive anything in the yard to me <laughs> that would have been great. Right. I got four cars and you have keys to everything, and you're going to tell me you don't want to drive it because it's a stick. What's wrong? That's yeah. I don't know. It, it I don't register. know. It makes. It no doesn't. Sense. I, I'm confused still from that because <laughs> I would have okay, been learning. I'd have yeah. been like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. Let me. I have a car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the important part. I'd call a friend to be like, who knows how to drive a stick right now? Get your butt over here. I have a car. Like yeah. I need to take this somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at the time, my 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 one daughter. I got one daughter that's in Boston, but the the daughter that was home, she was. When I got this, the first stick, I'd say she was like a senior in high school, maybe, maybe just got out of high school, and I and I had to pick up this this S ten so I could go to Tampa to do the show, and the two boys are complaining about driving a stick. And my daughter's like, does it have air conditioning? I said, yeah. She goes, give me the keys. And she walked out and like, I don't know how to drive it. The boys were like, I don't want to drive it. I don't want to drive it. I don't want to drive it. What's wrong with uh, morons? She, she knew the important thing. Does it have AC? Great. This car is better than one. <laughs> yep. Great. As long as you know how to drive it. That's all that matters. <laughs> so I don't know. But it, so you're a... Uh, your military thing, your your what operation give back. Oh, the operation gratitude. gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with I was, that? So I was deciding that I wanted to do um for holidays specifically, and I decided to extend it, but I wanted to do something to give back. I wanted to do something to get involved, but I also was really busy and I wasn't sure like can I physically get involved and do something for the holidays or you know, kind of trying to figure out what I could do. And then I thought, you know what? I already have posters on my site. Why don't I just do a poster and donate all the proceeds from it to a charity that's um, helping veterans? And after working on Garage Squad for quite a bit of time, um, four years now, I've worked with a lot of different people in veterans and different military people and just, you know, have heard a lot of different stories. And I really felt like I wanted to give back in a charity that was involved, not just with veterans. Operation Gratitude also goes to military families, deployed troops and um, first responders. And what they do is they d give these care packages full of different items that people need, depending on, you know, where they are and what, what they're doing. Right. Um, and so um, basically a poster gets almost a third of a care package. So um, throughout the time, 
I, I should actually know exactly how many hair packages we've done so far, but it's been a lot and I can do the math. <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically every time that they buy that particular poster, the proceeds are donated directly to um, Operation Gratitude and able to give more care packages and show support. So I've decided to keep um, extending it through the, after the holidays because I was getting a lot of good response. Um, so we'll see as long as people want to do that and participate and, and give back, might as well keep it up there. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then, I you know, like I deployed. What's that? <laughs> I know what it's like to be deployed. <laughs> yeah, so getting the care package, yeah. you know, is a big deal, and, it and is. you know, feeling like someone appreciates little acts of appreciation and gratitude are important, and yeah. you know, sometimes that's all it takes to make a big difference. There's a lot of different charities and a lot of different politics wrapped up in them, and I just really wanted to keep it to be something really just simple that everyone can appreciate. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's very so cool. yeah. Good. I got a lot of good response from that. I like that. And the, the poster is actually shot in Rod Emery's um, shop, which he does customize Porsche 356s. I saw that. And, uh, yeah. 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 So it's a pretty cool poster and picture in, at all, in general, too, because that's, he just has all of his shells of his Porsches lined up there behind right, him in the shop. Yeah, right. It's a really cool space that he has. Yeah, that's cool. My youngest one's coming. I saw him out the window. That's why I was wondering what that was going on. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. Tori, do you have any questions? I mean, I've been monopolizing time. I do. <laughs> no, hey, Lou, I always say it's about you and the guest. And you know, so that's that's most important. But I had a quick question for you, right. Heather. Um, sustainable tourism. Could you explain that and why <laughs> are you so passionate about it? I think I know the answer, but for the viewers out there who don't know, I figured I just uh Put the question out. There um, well, yeah, of course. Um, sustainable tourism is basically, in a nutshell, um, maintaining the beautiful environment that is drawing people to it in the first place to visit. So, through a lot of programs to reduce waste, recycle water, and be responsible for the um, infrastructures that you're building that are going to generate tourists, you want to make sure that you are keeping it to be a beautiful place. Obviously, it's really easy when people discover a pretty place for it to be overrun. Um, and not cared for, littered, and just um, you know destroyed in the pursuit of profit. So it's really important in the sustainability model to make sure that we are taking care of the spaces that are bringing in those profits and bringing in those people. And right. that's pretty much what environment, you know, sustainable tourism is about, and why it's extremely important because we want to keep it nice for everyone to visit and for the businesses. If it gets destroyed and doesn't maintain its sustainability. There's, there's no business, there's no profit, there's no beauty, there's nothing left. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Now, is all that information on your and website? <laughs> Strictly here in this interview, okay. <laughs> you get the inside scoop on sustainable tourism. <laughs> Just for Tori. It's important to, thank you. It's important to safeguard it for, you know, generations to come as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's great. And, you know, I'm really impressed. You know, environmental science degree. I mean, that's just, you know, that's amazing. So yeah. the two, I'm sure, you know, work hand in hand Absolutely. anyway. So, yeah, um, it's important to have the world beautiful and all the things that we do. And it doesn't mean we can't go and have our great hobbies and have a lot of fun, but it just means being aware of all the different things that we're going to be doing right. and our impact. Right. That's cool. What's awesome is that you have, you know, you have the background to execute your plan to bring it to the forefront so people know about it, you know, and, Sometimes people take things for granted, and that's the last thing you want to do. 
Often you are preserve it and pass it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Often but, uh, people take things for granted. Yeah. I think if we just stop and appreciate things in general every day, that's what I try to do is just every morning think about things that I'm grateful for. It doesn't have to be big, massive things. It doesn't have to be anything particular without judgment. Maybe it's just the fact that I slept really well last night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something <laughs> to be grateful for. But just sure. kind of thinking about that and setting my intention on focusing on some of the positive things every day, it just makes life a lot, a lot different and better. Very cool. That's awesome. And I got to tell you, Operation Gratitude, that's something, you know, near and dear to my heart also, Um, you know, being a retired, you know, New York city fireman, you know, Lou, you know, retired CB, my dad, Vietnam vet. It's so important, you know, when people, you know, like yourself, you know, in, in, in high places, remember, you know, the people on the ground, the boots on the ground, so to speak. Thank you so much for giving yeah. back. It's just. Uh, Absolutely. Are, were it, you familiar it, with the charity before before um, I had partnered with them? I wasn't. I actually learned about it on your uh, Instagram. Oh, that makes page. me that's happy. Yeah, that's good. So that was really awesome. That was really awesome. It's good to bring awareness to you that know? charity because they're a really great organization. And it's it's nice to have. It's nice to, to know, recognize when some influence happens that direction. Yeah. For sure. Cool. And it's got to make you feel good, you know, to make, you know, to know that you're making a difference. What, you know, what made you, you know, uh, become a part of it? Like, do you have any family in the military that, you know, you had like an underlying um, reason to, you know, uh, I don't, I actually, my family wasn't in the military, but I did have my dad's really good friend. Um, he was in the Vietnam war. He ended up committing suicide. Um, when I was I'm young. So sorry. Yeah. And I remember how much that impacted my dad, um, it was like one of his best friends. And yeah. I just, that for me, I remember it just being a big moment in time. And just, I didn't even think I realized it as much then, but now as an adult, um, like I said, working with Garage Squad with more people who, who were in the military and just kind of just getting a broader perspective and picture of the entire thing from has really, was really kind of brought it all together for me to make that decision, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think it's 3% of the U.S. population has served in the military or is in the military. So when you stop and think about it, it's a pretty small number. You know? It's not, it doesn't sound like that that much, but there are a, quite a few, the people are so impacted, and, right. you know, right. more than those who have served. Yeah, because I mean, it, I think awesome you know, the, the problem, the, the problem is, is you could be, you could be in it today. Tomorrow you leave, you're on a plane for 23 hours and you're back at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't, you, you, what were you in 23 hours ago? You know, it, it could be crazy. So yeah, it's a totally different world. Let me, uh, Cameron Cooper wanted, he had a question for you. Heather, how did you land your part in Garage Squad? Were you seeking an automotive, an automotive based show? Huh. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I wasn't particularly seeking an automotive-based show, but for some reason, car themes kept following me. I worked on a Speed Channel show um, years before that. What Now Speed Channel's gone, but um, I worked on a car show then, Street Tuner Challenge, um, and it kind of was a hosting thing. And then I was did Mercury Insurance, was car insurance. Like there just kept to be like the car world kept following me around in <laughs> entertainment somehow. And so I, I don't know, you know, they say you're whatever, you know, whatever energy you're putting out is is gravitating those things towards you. So I like cars. There's an interest there. So I feel like it just kind of found yeah. me. We found each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah, someone wanted to know who who my house guest was. My son was hanging a puppet behind me. <laughs> I did YMCA. <laughs> did YMCA. He said he's a retard. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, Heather, I'm going to say goodnight to you real quick because uh, Ray Guarino from Motormouth Radio needs right. to take the second half. But you know, thank you very much. You know, for coming on the show. Thank you for all you do. You know, with Operation Gratitude, and uh, we'll talk soon. Have a all great right, night. All right. Good night. And I'm going to thank, thank you thank Jet everybody. Equipment for uh, letting us do this tonight because they're helping us out. So thanks a lot, the guys at Jet. Now, just to let you know, Heather, because I will forget, um, Eugene Moon, who works for Lincoln, the welders, Lincoln Electric, he wanted me to tell you that if you would like, he can give you, I can give you his number and he would like to reach out to you to do some videos for them if you'd like. Oh, Okay. So yeah, let's connect on that yeah, for sure. Totally up to you if you don't want to. I can tell him the. <laughs> <laughs> and he's watching right now, so he's hey, he is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Way then, to put me on the spot, hey guy. You no, it's, it's okay. But anyway, I'm just teasing. Um, yeah, totally. Heather, we'll connect this, on that. This is Ray Guarino. Sure. He hosts Motormouth Radio, and he's been listening for the last half hour. So Ray. Being that you're new, go. Yeah, hi, Heather. How you doing? Ray Guarino here, Motormouth Radio. Nice to see you. Nice to meet nice you. To see you. And, and I want to commend you because I see in the background you are celebrating National Kahlua Day. Thank you for that. Well, Thank you. Kahlua right, Day. right there. <laughs> Kahlua has a day, Ray? Yeah. Welcome yeah. to my bar. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a day for everything, you know. Did you know? Is it really Kahlua Day? I heard it on the radio this morning, and that made me smile because <laughs> I love Kahlua. I mean, like vodka day items that tend to know are gin, but like Kahlua, yeah. that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm a big Kahlua fan. I, I keep a bottle right on the kitchen kitchen counter. What do you like to drink it with? Oh, I put it in iced coffee. I put it on ice cream. I put it down my throat. I put it, you know, <laughs> pour, pour it on myself, take a bath, and I don't care. I agree with the coffee thing, even yeah. though it's coffee liqueur, it's good in coffee. And iced coffee, <laughs> try it in iced coffee. It's excellent. Yeah. Nice little oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's one of my favorites. Yeah, but, um, now Ray Ray is our affiliate channel on the radio. So you'll be bouncing over to his show sooner yeah. or later. Just so you know that now. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight though. No, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, Tori will uh we'll get so we'll, we'll have a Kahlua when we when we hang out on his show. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I was I was following your, your lovely vacation in Costa Rica and I was very jealous. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to talk we're about that. I came in a little late because I fell asleep watching Star Trek, so <laughs> I was I was about <laughs> I was about seven or eight minutes late. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Strike that from the record, please. Live. So, yeah. It's on. I know. Yeah, it's a story of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I flew back from Costa Rica just to get on this show and be on time. There you go. So don't worry about wow. it. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I wish we have it like that kind of cloud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Oh, right. They pushed you guys pushed it a day earlier. I was like, "Oh crap, I got to get back." Yeah. Well, what happened, well, what happened was I part-time teach at a local community college and one of the other guys who worked part-time with us, he got hired full-time. So he he's 
I do a class called restoration. So I fall into the auto body department. He got put in the automotive department. So his hours had to get shifted to automotive. So I actually have to work tomorrow from one to 10 and one, one in the afternoon to 10 oh. in the evening. Cause we're covering hours for him. Cause we, we haven't hired anybody yet. That's why we gotcha. moved it to Wednesday. It's all good. Yeah, but, but I mean, everything changed because of this. So. <laughs> all Lou. It's all, all, all Lou. It's all my fault. <laughs> Came back vacation early. <laughs> That's fine. That guy just got a job. That's cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, I got a question from uh, Scott. Uh, how far do you travel for a garage squad? You know, so far we've just been in the Midwest area. Um, we get submissions from all over the world, which is awesome. And like, I really want to travel all over the world doing awesome. these cars, but that would be great. But right now they're, you know, it's working in the Midwest. That's where everyone's based out of. So we're not, we're not, we're not going to either coast. Sorry guys. Yeah. Hey, the Midwest is good. I'm in Ohio. so. <laughs> It's not my choice, you know. If it was my choice, hey, we'd go everywhere. I'd be like, hey, let's go do this one in Brazil, you know. Let's no go do this car over here in Italy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be That'd cool. Be mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be nice. Shit. You know, Heather, that's my own spin-off show. I, I, <laughs> I noticed that you do a, a lot. Alliance share the interior work on those cars. Do you have any aspirations to move to any other? Well, you do a lot of gas tank stuff too. I got to say that I've seen you under the yeah. car quite a lot. <laughs> Oh, that's the fun part. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Rust in the eyes. Who, who doesn't love that? <laughs> um, you know, I I do a lot of the interior because as I started working on the cars more and more, I got just good at it, and it like fits kind of my like OCD personality of like playing down the carpet perfect and like you know all of everything. Like like everyone, get away from this. I got the tape already going perfectly across here. Step back. Um, so I end up just like leading that project and like keeping everyone at bay when I do the interior. Um, so they kind of leave me alone and let me do it. Right. Um, but I like learning, to, you know, I, I've graduated to other things throughout. Right. Um, but sometimes those projects get at a standstill, whereas I can usually move the interior along pretty quick on, on a lot of the bigger projects. It's like, okay, we get a little bit, then it's like, oh crap, this doesn't fit or the, got the wrong part or we need to find something else. So <clears throat> because we have so many people working on the car too, a lot of times they just need to swap other people in on the projects too, yeah. to, uh, you know, keep everybody on getting on camera time and stuff like that. So um, I like working on as many different things as I can, because I like to just soak up information and learn, but it's also nice to be actually somewhat good at something too. Yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. it a little more fun. You know, with, so. with typical TV, we see that wrap up in an hour, but what's your average shooting schedule for, for any given car? About seven days, yeah. about a week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes there's time off in between, you know, like there's a day or two off in, in that seven day shooting oh, time, which wow. I don't think we could have done without that because right. sometimes it's like getting parts or something that's impossible. I mean, yeah. the guys sometimes are sourcing at junkyards, calling friends for like, okay, how could, what can we have here? We, we need yeah. this, you know, rear axle that can fit this, you know, 55 Chevy. You know, what are we going to do? Um, because we really are, I mean, we, they used to kind of push the time crunch thing a little bit more, which we don't actually even need to push it because it's real. Right, <laughs> it's right. Like, you know, it's like, no, it's it's there. I mean, we find the stuff. I mean, it's just one of those things where you just make it work. How, you know, you find a way. How closely are those cars vetted out to see if they would fit the format for the show? I mean, you know, because we've seen everything from total wrecks pretty much to like yeah. cars that look like they were pretty damn good. 
Yeah, yeah. I would say for the most part, um, people are submitting. I say they go, you know, I don't have any, I don't know exactly because I'm not involved in the yeah. submission process. Don't email me about submissions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I would say maybe a couple months of like, sifting through submissions and figuring out what cars are going to be chosen for this season. So they right. have to figure out. Um, and then, you know, there's multiple different processes of making sure that it's going to be doable. I mean, that's, right. it's, it, it, there's so many, as you guys know, there's so many surprises oh, yeah. that come up. It's oh, impossible yeah. to actually know right. what, what, what condition the car really is at, at least with a preliminary, just look, see at it. Right. Um, and that's really all that ends up happening before we get to it. And actually for me, it's the first time seeing this vehicle and, what's kind of, uh, and for everyone else. What's yeah. kind of cool is like Lou has the luxury of working in a, in a studio garage, which is nice, probably air conditioned. But you're working in people's garages in their homes, and I'm sure that garage also has to get vetted. Because yeah, you, you know, I look at that and say that garage wasn't that clean a week ago. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> there were pool toys yeah. and cushions on that car. It was so buried you couldn't see anything. Because we've all had that happen. So uh, I'm sure that garage goes through as much of a, a process as the actual car itself. That's yeah. Sometimes the people do have to clean it out and pull the car to somewhere. But I mean, sometimes as you've seen, also you know, pull it from the corner with all of the crap you know stuffed in front of it that's been sitting. We're we need to get it out. Right. Um, or they need to at least get it out for us to see it and, and see the car for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Um, but as you've seen, like with the. Um, 78 Chevy pickup that we did for Courtney last year. I mean, that thing was around the side. Yeah. Um, they did actually have to clean out the garage, but that thing was sitting outside. And that's where we found it. Yeah. Was it a? But, you know, there was another car that was in a rear shed that you had to pull mm -hmm, out. Was it, mm -hmm. it was a? Was it a that Mustang was or a Camaro? That, um, well, there was another truck that we pulled out from a barn. Oh, that was a green um, one. I think it was, was a green. A couple truck. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that, and then that was we fun. painted that blue. Yeah, right. I can't remember what year that was because they all start to run together after a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, but so some of the cars we actually are finding outside. I mean, the Barracuda that was in the Barracuda last the Cuda last year that was um, in a shed in the back that was sitting there forever, and that's right. where it was. So you know, it just depends on on the scenario with with yeah. the story. All the, yeah, you know, when you're telling a story, all the elements need to line up to make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we want to, you know, as with anything, we want it to stay as true to what's really happening because that's what people connect to in general. Yeah. So and, and of, keeping it. And of course, the, the family and or the, the people aspect of it is what really ties it together. And I see that's been getting stronger as the episode go on. And it's not. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. I mean, that really does that, that sense of family or, you know, or military connection. I mean, it, it just shines right through. And that's. And I, you know, a lot of shows, well, not a lot, I've seen other shows doing that. And I think it's a good format to follow. You know, if you're going to follow something, that's a, that's a good one to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I think people want to mm -hmm. feel like um, their car is also, you know, rescuable as well. Yeah. You know, if their car has been sitting in the garage and, and it's great to see what you can really do with all the money to fix cars up. But it's also good to see um, and be inspired by what's realistic for your budget. And I think a lot of people are inspired by that. And then when there's all these different types of people out there who have a reason for having a car and have a reason for wanting to get it fixed up, you can connect with one of them. You can identify mm -hmm. with the different stories or a piece of that story. And I think the more that we've delved into that connection and why it matters to people and, and the story, it's, it's really, um, it's really grown our fan base and people are really connecting to it. And it's been great for me too. I mean, I've really got to know the owners and really hear about their story. And for me, it's super rewarding. Have, you, have you ever really 
not gotten along with a with the vehicle owner? Um, not me personally, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've I haven't had any problems. You don't know, Ray. Don't go any further. I look at you know, I always look at everything like I, I boil it down to the, the basics. And we're all people at the end of the day. And hey, you're not gonna like everybody. And right. you know, no, it's we don't true. all get along. You know, right. I mean everybody wants Lou, but you know, you know, this Yeah, I would say, I mean, we've had owners who for me, I mean I guess the reason I say that it hasn't for me is because my agenda is and my intention is to help the owners get what they want out of their car being fixed. Right. So I, my agenda and intention is to help them. I don't really have an ego invested in any other direction than that. So for me, the goal is to create a great show, help these owners, you know, get their car back and going and learn as much as I can along the way. So for me, there isn't really anything to argue about or not get along with. Of course, there's going to be personalities like where owners are extremely, um, um, you know, obsessive compulsive about their vehicle, which I can kind of understand. I'm thinking like, hey, if this was my car, I'd kind of be pissed off too if, if someone, you know, wasn't paying attention to X, Y, Z. Or, you know, um, just, you know, they cut in a little bit too much on the, on the door panel and one guy kind of like cut too far and he's like, oh, he's like stressing out. I'm not gonna say which one. And you know, I'm just thinking, well, I'm glad that wasn't me that cut that door panel right now. <laughs> and that that was you, cause it's your car. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. of course everyone's going to have a different way that they respond to the pressure and meaning behind the car. And I think that, you know, sometimes I think it's good to have everyone in there together working together because I don't know. That's what builds character, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, at the end of the well, day, yeah, you, have, all just... you have to think on your feet and, you know, work on the fly. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. You know, a lot of us work in shops where, you know, there's no cameras and no one's watching and you make a mistake and you say, okay, hide that, you know, or, or you, or you cut. I something. say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> hide that. Don't record that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think and then they put it on the blooper reel and I'm like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, if you can't laugh at yourself and have fun, then right. what's the point? Right. You know, right. you gotta you can't take everything too seriously. It's not gonna happen perfectly. It never is, no matter how hard you try. You can't force things, you know, it's gonna happen the way it should and it'll all work out. And we've never not finished a car yet. So, you know. There you go. There you go. At the end of the day. There you go. Now, your your personal ride, you have a convertible Mustang, a first gen Mustang. It's not right? a convertible, but it's a coupe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was a why we, Mustang. Why did I think that? That's okay. Okay. Well, we I wish it was a convertible. I, we could make it convertible, right? Yeah. We, we can make it convertible. We know how to do that. Yeah, we could do that. And Luke can certainly yeah. brace it. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> we have the technology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Ray, we got a question. Um, Brian wanted to know how many people off-site do you have working on the car during a shoot? For us in Garage Talk? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's it's all who you see is on cameras who's working on the cam on, on the cars. There is no behind the scenes mechanics. Yeah, and trust me, we wish there were sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, It'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier. But no, who you cool. see working on it, let's see. Joe, myself, Bruno. Ronnie, Cy, Kingster, and then whatever owner, sometimes owners, right. like right. The family comes in and helps. Um, and that's why we a lot of times bring them in. That's it. So we're all in the garage dancing around trying to get the different scenes done, get the car actually built. You know, what I've learned is actually the car would be a lot quicker to be built if we weren't filming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, no. we got to stop. Yeah. Yeah. We only have two camera guys, so we got to stop and like, okay, then we got to film 
you know, I got to get these brakes off. We got to get them back on. We got to film this thing, you know. So we, we want to show the process of it, but we have to sometimes hold different projects. We're like, all right, I'm ready to get this gas tank in. Nope, hold on. We're not ready for that yet. And yeah. so it actually ends up taking, in some ways, kind of dragging a little bit while we try to figure, you know, while we wait for something to film. Or if we have people just putting it together, the car would be done pretty quick. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, well, okay. I, I, so tell us a little bit about your your '65. Did you build it or did you? Um, I know I bought it about two years ago and it's a 289. Um, I did some work with the guys, Cy and Ronnie helped me from Garage Squads, the guys who work on the show, the mechanics, and they helped me kind of modify a few things. I put in a, a fuel injection system in there so I could finally start better. And I'm driving it across the country. So I updated the suspension in there mm -hmm. um, and basically just did a few cosmetic things um, inside because it had like a cracked dash and found out some discoveries like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and but but overall, and like replace the gas tank. I just did all of that did. stuff. So. Yeah, you see the gas tank. <laughs> I could do that one. Absolutely. Down in. Um, but it's great. So you know, when I got that car, I just thought, you know, this car is meant to be driven slow and down the highway. Like this is a cruising vehicle, and so that was kind of why I decided to um, start filming the digital series Drive Yourself Local, where I just go to different small towns in America and talk to local people and just kind of get an idea of like the local small town vibe. Cause I was meeting so many awesome people. Um, every year when we do garage club, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's like Midwest, but you know, sometimes we're just staying in a best Western off the side of the highway in a, like a 5,000 person town or so. Right. Um, and I'm someone who likes to kind of see what's going on <laughs> in that 5,000, go to the local watering hole, you know, talk to people and, and kind of get an idea of just, like you said, Lou, like, you know, you know, how are, how, how are, how people are just people and everyone's right. just kind of um, having their own experience of the moment. So um, I've met some really amazing people and it really kind of um, inspired me to share that with everybody else and just say, you know what, we don't have to be fast. You know, I live in LA where everything's go, go, go. But when I get out there, it's nice to just take it slow, slow down and get to know people. Yeah. Where's that show seen, Heather? Where can we see that? That's on the YouTube channel, Drive Yourself Local. Okay. So, um, and I have a Facebook page for that and Instagram as well. So you can follow that. And I put out new episodes. Um, I just did Sierra Madre. There's five up there so far. And then I do some other videos as well while I'm on the road, just myself, right. um, just to kind of keep some fresh content up there. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm hopeful to go hopefully to the Southwest this time. I want to go, you know, through New Mexico, Arizona. Um, so that's the trip I'm kind of planning next. Oh, cool. Let's see. Okay, I just yeah. put your uh, YouTube channel and your website in the chat room. Okay. So, so if so anybody, have, okay, so I have a Heather Storm YouTube, and then I have a Drive Yourself Local YouTube channel too. Oh, do you? Well, let me pull that. Up. <laughs> I just found Drive Yourself Local. So, if you guys are interested, anyone who's listening, you want to follow that. Um, this videos are only like five minutes at this point. Super simple. That's good. Um, but yeah, we got nice, nice people. Cool little things like random Mexican restaurants and cool wine bar in the middle of nowhere and fun no, stuff. Better than random Mexican hitchhikers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Hey, I've done some hitchhiking in my day. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> those days, you could. You yeah, know? you can't yeah. do it now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, we came up in a time where you, that was kind of understood. Yeah. You know, it was okay, but yeah, things have changed. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I've across, across the country three times. 
Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. I never went that far. I've done a lot of hitchhiking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember people like in, in college and like who were, you know, guys who particularly would do that, like to see how far they could go and like hitchhike as far as they could. I always felt like it seemed kind of dangerous for myself personally, but it sounded. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's dangerous for a guy. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you know, it's way worse now, but I mean, yeah. I've, yeah. I've had a couple of crazy run ins. Yeah. Once they started making movies about it, it was like, okay. Done with that. <laughs> Remember the hitcher with Rud Rose Rud Rudger Rudger Howard? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well then it gave people ideas and you're like, oh right. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's too yeah, many yeah. crime shows now that you can learn how to kill somebody. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a, you know, once Hollywood got a hold of it, it was all over. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It, they ruined it. They yeah. ruined it. Yeah. They ruined hitchhiking. The only thing uh -huh. that I wanted to do that I didn't get a chance to do is I wanted to ride the rails. I really oh, wanted, wow. I really oh, wanted yeah. I just wanted to do that. Because, yeah. you know, I did the hitching thing. So, like, you know, it, it fits. You ride the rails, you know? It's, hobo Jack, yeah. yeah. Now, would you carry a stick with the, the bag hanging on? <laughs> like a hobo. Yeah, you know, sure. yeah if you're going to go, go all the way. Hobo Jack, right? I mean, you might as well. Or a backpack would work. <laughs> yeah, in this day, it would be a backpack, right? Yeah, it'd be a backpack. <laughs> I mean, I did the jumping on. We had a t train that would slow down and go through town in um, Corvallis. And just for fun, you know, we would just, like, wait till it came slow and then just try jump on and then ride it for, like, a few blocks and then jump off again. Yeah. That was the closest I ever got. We didn't go that far. Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> did you? Yeah, wow. I but we, I, got the, I got the feeling of it. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Well, like, is, I could stay on this train if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you a story here in Ohio. One of my friends, we jumped on a train. And it was going slow. And it started picking up uh -oh. speed. So we jumped off. And, and this dummy, he stayed on. He We, like, jumped. And it wow. took He was miles down before he got off. He was just yeah. scared to jump off. <laughs> yeah, and then wow. it keeps going faster. You're screwed. Then you're like, yeah, oh no, no, right yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was gone, man. We didn't even see him no more. Oh <laughs> my, that would be scary by yourself. Every, all your friends jump off. You're like, oh no, I'm still on the train. Yeah. Next day, we were like, what happened? He was like, I was scared to jump off. <laughs> all, all I had was the uh, all I had was a Long Island Railroad. So you weren't jumping on those trains. No, you ain't jumping on them. No, that ain't happening. <laughs> So, um, Heather Scott Johnson wants to know if you have any plans to add another classic car to your collection. If so, what's on the top of your list? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't have plans. Well, to answer the first part, I don't have a plan for that. Um, I really is, am digging the old Porsches and, oh, um, wow. the kind of, I like the, I, I'm, I'm really feeling like right now my car and this is just totally design um, thoughts, but like I have a very square car right now. And so like something very round sounds appealing to me uh -huh. as far as aesthetics of like going a completely different direction. And I really like the 60s style. So um, hmm. I don't know, I don't, really have a, I don't really have a idea of what usually for me, it's more of just something that speaks to me. And then that's where I go. I don't, making too much of a plan would be you know what? Let's let's make Terry let's either make Terry happy or make him jump out of a window. Would it be a 55, 56, or 57 Chevy? Between one of those three. What would you what year would you pick? Is that my choice right now? Well, yeah, just just, just one one random question. Yeah. But it's okay if you say you're not a fan. Don't worry. Right. You can you can also opt out, yeah. 
I can opt out. Sure. Um, it, well, it probably wouldn't be. Well, what is is this person a Chevy fan? Well, we're going to make them really happy or not yeah. happy. Terry yeah, <laughs> is a Chevy a question fan. every week. It'll be a 57 Chevy. Okay. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you lose again, buddy. Oh, oh well. Shoot. Jeff, Jeff, this just said he's leaving for Arizona and New Mexico and Texas next week on the way to the Good Guys show in Dallas, okay. in Dallas, Fort Worth. He's Jeff, gonna do a whole road trip, huh? If, if, if Jeff does, um, like he's he's the voice for the Power Tour. Oh, that, that's what like he does the stage and and all that. So he's been he's got a '55 wagon that he's been running around in, and he's everywhere. A, yeah, he's he's done the whole country. He's doing the whole country in it. Oh, it's nice. really cool. So he said he just said that he's heading down there. And Heath Norton, who is the guy at Cali's Crankshaft, he the said guy. he wanna. You want to come in and hang out with him and see how crankshafts are made in your travels because they're in, in Ohio. my travels where is he going to be in they're in ohio. ohio yeah i'm gonna make a typing here yeah yeah he's, he's in ohio actually i'm gonna try to go down there in a couple weeks and uh as a matter of fact i'm sure tory's listening tory's got his information he can tory can give you all the information okay. on that yeah that's you guys gotta cool give me some operation. of that information that's a pretty cool operation there yeah, it'd be cool to stop in and, and see some fellow people um, in my journeys. And I definitely want to do that this time because last time I wasn't able to do that as much. And I want to make sure I set some more stuff up so I can yeah. and meet people too and do some yeah, meet and greet yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah I think sure. it'd, be, it'd be cool, if nothing else, to, to see their operation, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Doing, and they just started making engine blocks. They, they, they've right. done crankshafts for years and now they're doing engine blocks too. So. They got some pretty hefty equipment to make that kind of stuff. Yeah, really, really big, yeah. big stuff, right? You might get a that'd be pretty. It. That'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, that's what, that stuff always trips me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I just like wow. Yeah, I'm gonna try and go incredible. up there this summer to see it. That's what I want to do. Uh, da, da, da. I'm looking to see if there's any other questions. So, so you guys can keep talking while I'm looking to see what questions are in there. <laughs> Give us some good questions. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking. I'm, I've been checking them. So what haven't we covered? Let's say, Heather, what haven't we covered? Well, you know better than us. Okay. Um, well, I am going to be doing an appearance at the um, oh, Muscle yeah. Car Las Vegas uh, show um, in May, April 26th through 28th. Um, I'm driving down, doing the tour um, from Salt Lake City down to Las Vegas, and then I'll be at the show. I think that's Friday, Saturday, um, and I'll be doing some signings and fan meet and greets. So I know people always ask, like, when are you gonna like meet with right. people? <laughs> and I've been gone in Costa Rica and whatnot. So this will be the first one of the year. So April twenty sixth through twenty eighth. Cool. Um, I'll be at the show two days, and it should be a great time. Some really cool people are gonna be there. I haven't been to the show before, but from the pictures and everything I see, it seems like a really great time. The guys have been doing this a long time, mm. so it's gonna be a great show. So I encourage people to check that out. That's nice. cool. I'm finding out when the power tour starts. That way, because uh, that's here. That's here in my backyard when it leaves. That yeah, way. when does that start? That's in June, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it is. Um, I just sent Jeff a, uh, a message to see what time. I think that's. Yeah. 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 That, that might be something if you're in the area, if, if you're in somewhere on this side of the country, you can, yeah. you can hit. That could be fun too. Yeah. I heard that's a pretty crazy time. It is. We did we did the last three stops last year. We did a. Yeah, uh, said June. 
we did a 68 Camaro and uh, we cleaned up the turbo stuff on it. We mini tubbed it and all that. And then the, guy, the, le- the owner let us take it from, we went to Darlington. Then we went to uh, PNC Arena up by, uh, up by Raleigh. And then we came to Concord. We did the last three stops. It was, it's, it's definitely different because I had never done it before. Yeah. It was even crazier to do the show with it because they want you to drive all day so all the vendors can get ahead, get set up. And I know. Get in there, you know, late afternoon. We actually got stuck in traffic a couple of times. So we were way behind. It turned The second day turned out being like a 10-hour day on the road. I heard that from people that were on there that like it kept like it took forever to get from spot to spot. So like people were not able to get to their appearances or get to their yeah. stuff that they're supposed yeah. to do at the show. Yeah. So it seemed like it was a lot of a lot of driving. I think you were probably smart to just do three days. I mean, I think it's like six or seven days long. It right? was, it was uh, seven stops, I think. So yeah, turned that's, like that's a lot. Days. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a lot of days. Oh, it's, it, it's way more of a grind than I thought it was, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think, yeah. you know, I figured how bad could it be? You know, you'd be driving <laughs> yeah. to get out of the car. But then we had to shoot the show on top of that. So when, oh, we, yeah, got, when we got there, it was like, okay, we got to go here and shoot the show. Oh, God, oh yeah. yeah. That's so it was much. crazy. It was, it That's was a crazy. Lot. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, People don't understand the, how much production value goes into things and how much time it takes to, like, get even just right. even just doing content for things, you know, how much time it takes to just create some videos and get some content of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, additional, a lot of additional time to make sure you're getting the right stuff and edit it, get it up there. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of extra energy. Yeah. But. Mm. It's going to be, it's crazy. Je- uh, January, June 8th to the 13th. June eighth through thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. And they, they one of the stops is Bristol. They started Z Max. Isn't it all racetracks this year? Yes. I believe so. Oh, they're yeah. doing different, huh? Oh, okay. But and it's really and it's it's a really tight run this year. It's, it's like just, you know, real quick. It's like they do Bristol. Oh, wow. Everything is close. Oh, they're not wow. going as far out as they, they oh, okay. Yeah. Now that was gonna be my suggestion after hearing what you had said, like, well maybe we they should just tighten it up a little bit and that way people can you know, enjoy it as much as possible. They are that and and realistic. Like when we, when we went to Concord, we just did a straight shot. We didn't, we didn't follow the tour because we wanted to make sure we got Uh, there because we had a lot uh, of stuff to shoot. So that, I mean, that's what I would do. Like if you did it on your own, I would find shorter routes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like one other person with you. So in case your car breaks down, you guys can. I'm sure you would have a problem getting a couple other people. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to ride with me? <laughs> you want to watch, watch out for your asking yeah. for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just Jeff, put all the information on, on screen on the I was, chat. Yeah. Yeah. I was just no. gonna say Jeff Jeff just posted the link on the uh, in the chat screen there. So thanks, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, so the link oh to the power tour. He just yeah. posted he posted the link and okay, all the, the kickoff the kickoff is Saturday, June eighth at Z Max in North Carolina. Then it's Martinsville, Virginia on the 9th. And then it's Bristol on Tuesday. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Bristol. And then Tuesday the 11th is Kentucky Speedway in Sparta, Kentucky. Wednesday is Lucas Raceway in Indianapolis. Thursday is the County War, War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne. I don't know where that is. Fort Wayne, Indiana, but I've never heard of it. And then the final stop is June 14th, Summit Motorsports Park in Norwalk, Ohio. Wow. Oh. Well, thank you for that, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's great. Yeah, so 
It's well, like, it's great for the people that are coming to their hometown. That's kind of easy. It was pretty cool because, I mean, like, they announced it on the radio. And we, when we would drive through these smaller towns, people would be out watching the cars go by, waving. And it was real. I was not expecting that. I mean, it was a good energy. Yeah. yeah, it was it was way more than I thought it would be. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I definitely need to check that out. I just want, definitely want to get involved in some more events this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going to jump off and let Jeff on real quick. Oh, cool. I will be he back. Give you the whole lowdown. If I can figure out how to take myself off the screen. You want me to jump off so you can still run it? I mean, it ain't no big deal. No, no, it's there. Hold on, Jeff. I'm I'm pulling you in. I have 13% battery left. Uh, I think that'll be okay. All right. So as soon as Jeff Jeff gets on, we don't want you to die on us. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know how to turn myself. Oh wait, here we go. He may not be able to turn himself off. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the one who's supposed to be uh, running it. Well, we're. Looks like we're doing it. We're he not, okay. You may not be able to get Jeff. May not be able to come on because I think he's uh. uh no, I don't think, because I think Lewis Lewis Lee is the he's the uh the the moderator. Moderator. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he can. He would have. Yeah. Ask him the, the invite. To come on. Yeah, I don't think he can. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he can come back on himself then. Yeah. I don't know how to turn myself back on. <laughs> now, you're, now you're really in trouble. <laughs> All right, well, look, let's do this. Let's do this. Heather only has 13% battery left. Let's sign 11. off. Let's 11. sign off so we don't lose her. Okay. And, in that way, and in that way, we're covered, okay? Because I don't want to lose her. So go, Lewis Lee. I'd like to thank everybody for coming to Playing in Traffic. We had a great time this evening, and we do this every Thursday night on usual night, but. Until Lou gets out of school, we're doing it on Wednesday. Oh, night. I like it. <laughs> we, used, we used to do it on Wednesday nights, right? Didn't we do that a couple years ago? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of liking when. You know what? Now I get to watch the Orville on Thursday nights. All right, so we'll leave it Wednesday for Ray. Okay. Right, okay, we'll leave it for Ray. Ray, sign off. <laughs> Ray Guarino, Motormouth Radio, Long Island, New York. Heather will be in touch and uh, see about getting you on the show. Thank you. All right, sounds good. Heather, nice talking to you. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find me on heatherstorm.com, heatherstormla on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And um, thanks for watching. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, you're welcome to come anytime. Heather, it was great to have you. Appreciate the conversation. I had a blast. And I hope I get to meet you in person. I'm Lou Santiago signing off. And uh, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m., meet us here. And uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. So everybody, ciao. <laughs> Later, guys. We're out. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We really enjoyed having our guest on today. So, if you like what you see in here, please check out our Patreon website, patreon.com forward slash plain the letter N traffic. Okay. Hope to see you next week. Talk to you later. Peace.